This is the Cine Realist episode 614. My name is Kyle. My name is James. And my name is Zach. And we're here to talk movies, movie lists, and movie trivia for the next hour or so. And we're kind of doing a, a shorter one today, guys. We actually might stick to this next hour or so promise <laughs> that we make every week. Right. Well, now that you've said that, we definitely won't. <laughs> we're definitely going to spend two hours on Chicken Run, colon, Dawn of the Nugget. Yep, for sure. There's a lot to talk about in this movie. Um, welcome to the podcast. This is our uh, recording just a day or two before Christmas. Day or two? Three days before? Whatever. Four days this, before. Four days before. <laughs> this is us recording now because Christmas Eve would be Sunday night. That's our normal recording night. Uh, not to get too inside baseball, but um, yeah, so it's going to be a little bit of a shorter one, but no less of a fun episode, I predict. In fact, I would say this will probably have the same amount of fun as a regular episode, <laughs> half the length. So you're getting like Wouldn't your that fun be half the fun? Wouldn't that be half the fun? No, no. The, the same amount of fun in a smaller package. So like your, oh, your, we're gonna cram your it all fun in. density is going to be much higher. Yes. No, no, no. If it's the same. Um, oh, you think it's the same total fun like compressed into half the time? Exactly. Yes. Not the same rate of fun. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're we're gonna double the rate of fun. <laughs> Why? What what's what's causing the rate of fun to double? Yeah. No, because I don't think our listeners expect a rate of fun. I think they expect a total quantity of fun. No, so no, no matter how long a the minute to is, minute fun. No, it, I I want to take all the fun we normally have and just smoosh it down into a smaller package. Just what well, fun density. When when do you anticipate starting to do that on your end? <laughs> I, I've already Zach say something. Really? Could you start like maybe you could be funny. Okay, so you're you you're putting this all on me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knows you're the funny one. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a given. Thought it was a secret. No, I'm the I'm the funny one. Kyle's the straight man, and then James is uh, color commentary. Yeah. Yep. I have nothing sarcastic to say. <laughs> I like the idea that Kyle's the straight man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, we're having fun here. Uh, before we jump into double, even more double fun. the rate, apparently, <laughs> and that's how you have fun, right? You just repeat that you're having fun over and over again. Uh, <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> before we uh, get into the real fun, we need to remind you there's a video version of this podcast on YouTube. Go check it out there. There's also a Patreon at patreoncom realist. Check that out. Support the podcast. Get extra after show audio. You could also leave us an Apple Podcast review. If you want to get us a, a a nice gift for Christmas, just do that. Just go to Apple Podcasts, even if you don't listen there, and leave us a review. Five stars well, only. You can unless also... you actually listen there, it's not going to count the review. What do you mean? Unless you actually listen there, you have to listen to an episode before it'll accept the review. Okay, well then, listen to an episode and then leave a review. <laughs> Zach, that's not a very fun thing to say. That's kind of a buzzkill. No, try to be more fun. Yeah, Gee, I think the truth. The truth is fun. <laughs> no, the truth is lame. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, you could send us an email. Hey guys, at cinerealist.com. Send a comment, question, list suggestion, movie suggestion, any of those kinds of things. Maybe send us your top ten of 2023 if you have it already. Mm-hmm. 
uh, because we will be looking to collect those in the coming weeks in anticipation of our top 20 of 2023 lists. So, um, or if you've seen something here in this last run that we absolutely need to see before we make that list, send it to us via email for sure. Uh, all that being said, are you guys ready to have some fun while criticizing the new animated film Chicken Run colon Dawn of the Nugget? I, I still prefer to critique via instead of criticize. <laughs> all right. Well, you can critique and I will criticize. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chicken Run colon Dawn of the Nugget is streaming on Netflix. We're going to get into it right after this clip. Now, we all know about the new road. And the trucks taking chickens to what looks like some kind of farm. No, it's all right, Beryl. Listen, listen. We know from experience what that can mean. It's something we just can't ignore. We really only have one choice. I don't want to hear it. We've got to do something. We have to hide. Huh? Hide? Yes. Hide. You mean pretend we're not here? Exactly. That was Chicken Run, colon, Dawn of the Nugget. This is a 2023 British stop-motion animated comedy film directed by Sam Fell and starring the voices of Tandy Newton, Zachary Levi, Bella Ramsey, Imelda Staunton, Lynn Ferguson, David Bradley, Jane Horrocks, Ramesh, Ron Gunnathan, Daniel Mays, Peter Serafinowitz, Nick Muhammad, and Miranda Richardson, amongst others. <laughs> Although that's a Probably most of them. That's a long list of names. I'm sure who else are missing there. Yep. The official IMDb plot synopsis for Chicken Run Colon Dawn of the Nugget is, having pulled off an escape from Tweedy's farm, Ginger has found a peaceful island sanctuary for the whole flock. But back on the mainland, the whole of chicken kind faces a new threat, and Ginger and her team decide to break in. Break into what? That's the question. Well, it makes sense if you discuss that. All right. Um, this is Zach's first chicken run movie we found out it last is. episode. Yeah. 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 Luckily, there's uh there's a lot of recap, a lot of flashbacks to the first film. So hopefully you weren't too uh too lost. No. No? You were able to follow well, I, this children's animated yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I was too lost. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't too much backstory that you were missing out on. <laughs> Didn't feel like it. Okay. Okay. Although the previous movie looks pretty, like I don't know, dour. It's like it, a POW or concentration camp themed film. It it is. I one of the big contrasts I saw between this one and the previous one is this one's just so much brighter. Like just literally brighter in the colors they use as well as just didn't feel like as a dark a theme as the first one, which correct is like a POW prison escape movie. Sure. <clears throat> we didn't discuss this beforehand, but 
we're talking spoilers, right? I mean, nothing it's not like a, nothing it's like not crazy a spoiler. No, but like, it's not a ton to spoil. We're not going to worry about mentioning things that happen in the movie, even though. No. Right. <laughs> we're not going to. Well, I'm just letting people know as they listen that if they really don't want Dawn of the Nugget spoiled for them <laughs> at all, they probably shouldn't listen to this because uh, I feel like talking freely about this movie. Um, what do you guys think of a uh, chicken run colon Dawn of the Nugget? We got to start with Zach, right? We gotta yeah, being that he's new to the impression. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, as I was watching this, uh, along with my wife, we we're, were both just wondering why you guys were so excited to watch this movie. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I had a very ho-hum experience, and it felt very much like I was just watching a kid's movie. I mean, you were watching a kid's movie. Yeah. Well, I felt have, like that. <laughs> have you have you watched any of the other Artman animations like Wallace and Gromit? Or I have. okay. What how, what what are your thoughts on Wallace and Gromit? Uh they have a certain charm to them. Okay. Yeah. You they have a certain charm to them. You didn't find I think that I, charm here. Uh maybe a little bit less. I specifically like Wallace and Gromit as characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh these chickens I didn't really care about too much. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if you had watched the first movie and really been emotionally invested in the trials that they went through (laughs) to be where they were, you would really care more about what they had to go through again. Yeah. I think that was the issue. You got to go back and watch the first one. The movie's so cartoony that it's hard to know what the, what the logic is, like what is dangerous and what's not like, what can they cartoon logic out of and what can't they mm-hmm. so nothing really felt at peril at any point because anything could happen at any time and uh yeah i don't know i had a very ho-hum experience watching those. <laughs> okay i mean i think i think that's kind of the big difference between the first one and the second one is the first one felt like maybe there were more stakes or that they wouldn't just kind of like i don't know I can't think of an example where they did this in the new one, but it, it kind of felt like the danger was presented far more cartoonish in this, whereas the danger in the first one was like realish. You know what I mean? Like they they were really going to get their heads dropped off and exactly yeah, that, that, was, that was exactly it. The, the danger of the first one is you are going to be killed, right? In a and matter of fact guys, way. Did you guys suggest I watch the first one with my kids? Because I do not think my three-year-old needs to see a chicken's head get cut off with an axe. It in a doesn't. Dark, That's the point. Nightlit room. They just talk about it, and they show the axe. It's yeah. gleaming in the moonlight. I mean, I don't know if he needs that in I his mean, life. They are PG movies. I didn't realize that until today that the first one was PG, and so is this. So, um, I, I get waiting, you know, till they're six or seven or so but it but zach it's a great way to start a conversation with your three-year-old about the holocaust <laughs> is through chicken run and just you know like you gotta it's you can it's never too early it slowly right right yeah we're working our way through show right now okay <laughs> um, what does he think six hours in so far so kyle i think yeah maybe before we say what we thought about the movie we should 
justify why we force Zach to watch a children's film. Sure. Why, why do we like the Chicken Run movies? Or at least the first one. Why do we like the first one? Well, I would say I'm more of a fan of Ardman entertainment animation than I am of Chicken Run specifically. I, I did mm-hmm. watch Chicken Run a couple years ago um, with my kid. He was not three at the time. I can't remember how old he was, like five or six. And it was it was fun to watch again. But I'm not I'm not in love with the Chicken Run series per se. I do like Ardman animation. Um, Galen was on a strong run of watching Wallace and Gromit when he was younger, and Shaun the Sheep. Mm-hmm. That Zach, that actually might be a better one to watch with your kids. The Shaun the Sheep Farmageddon. Uh, because it's it's Ardman. It's a lot of sci-fi movie references, but it's definitely way more kid friendly. There's no danger of death or anything like that in that one so that's no dialogue in that one either minimal there's minimal almost no dialogue again yes yeah yeah because it's it's based around these sheep so i think i was more excited about a new ardman animation movie that was claymation versus just chicken run per se okay um but i i enjoyed this one I, i don't think it's still my favorite you know ardman animation movie they've done like curse of the way rabbit i think is a better movie but I liked a. I, but I mentioned before. Oh, you're shaking your head. Okay, interesting. You can respond to that. <laughs> I don't like that movie. Put a pin in that one. We'll get back to that one. Um, like I mentioned before, I like just how this one amped the color up. Where the first one is drab and rainy, and you are in this POW camp. This one, everything is way more colorful. Even when you are in the chicken captivity area, that's also just the colors are cranked up. Um, I, I found this movie funny. I can't tell you like specific jokes that stood out to me, but I was definitely letting out audible guffaws throughout this movie. <laughs> having a good time with that. And I, I, if I had with one thing stood out to me, I don't remember Ginger being such a central character in the first chicken run. I, I thought it was Rocky who was voiced by Mel Gibson in the first one. Maybe that's just the, cause that's just the, the actor, the name I recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, but Megan, who watches with me, is a, apparently a big fan of Chicken Run. I was not aware of that. And she was like, oh, no, Ginger's all over that one. And she, you know, she was explaining to me how Rocky is much more of a minor character in the first Chicken Run. And Ginger's the main one. I thought maybe just with the whole Mel Gibson thing, they were like, ah, we'll, we'll just take his character, push him to the side and make the, her the main the main show. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case whatsoever. So, yeah, I I think for a colorful children's movie. There's a lot worse out there. I'd rather watch this than Trolls or Smurfs or things along those lines. Um, <laughs> sure. But yeah, definitely as like a piece of animation, although the claymation itself is impressive. Like I'm impressed of how Ardman can sometimes move the camera around their characters as they're interacting um, with the world that, 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 that they're in. So I think mm-hmm. like animation wise, I'm impressed. Story wise, it was fine. Seen worse. I don't know if people need to rush out and see it, but I think if you're a fan of Ardman, it's worth checking out. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I I echo pretty much everything other than the Curse of the Were Rabbit or whatever that <laughs> movie's called. I didn't yeah. like I didn't like that one, but I I, I really like Ardman. Um, and Chicken Run is by far my favorite thing that they've ever done. Chicken Run, Zach. I don't know how you don't know this, but Chicken Run is my eighty sixth 
favorite movie of all time. It's a top 100. It's a top wow. 100 movie for me. Okay, so that's why we're watching this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love Chicken Run. So the idea that they made a sequel, I, I did not expect them to ever make a sequel because one, <clears throat> Mel Gibson. And two, it had been so long. And right. whenever they make one of these, it takes five years to make it. And so. What uh, number is it for you? 86. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I love the original Chicken Run. I find it incredibly charming. And also, it has two things I, I love. One, charming. Two, uh, it has a sense of danger. Like a palatable sense of danger. So maybe not, maybe you don't prefer that in your movies that you're going to show your kids, but as an adult watching a movie that has jokes in it that are not necessarily jokes that only grownups could understand, but they're certainly jokes that make more sense in the context of the framing of the film. You know what I mean? Like the, the whole, uh, great escape of it all. Yeah. Um, the, the jokes about, um, the Rocky character, the the rooster who is like a stunt man and just stuff that would fly right over a kid's head. It, very British style humor. I found that this one was not certainly not as good and not as snappy as yeah. the first one in its dialogue and the presentation like that. Like the first movie just flies. There is no wasted space in that movie at all. Whereas in this one, I just kind of occasionally was kind of like, all right, we move this along how many times do we have to like walk around this big giant colorful room and like have zombie chickens you know moan at each other or whatever they're doing i don't know i i just maybe it wasn't that slow maybe i just wasn't into what they were doing <laughs> and that's why it felt slow uh to me yeah i mean i i do appreciate that this movie kind of got to it like it gave you an introduction mm-hmm. it had like kind of a montage of this girl growing up and then she sees the outside world and next scene she's gone mm-hmm. so the, like, like she's not spending the next 10 minutes wandering about the outside world and doing a whole Moana thing of like when can I go out there she just like is goes and I appreciate the movie just took us right into it mm-hmm. yeah that's that's fine <laughs> I don't did know. anyone else Kyle did you feel like it dragged at all <laughs> It felt like it was long to me. Um, so <laughs> Megan fell asleep. And <laughs> she's a, a big chicken chicken uh, fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and definitely in the back half, my eyes are getting heavy at times. So sure. yeah, I, I would say like I I did enjoy kind of like the middle heist stuff of it. Right? Mm-hmm. When, like when they're planning this mission impossible style break in and they're going through like all the motions. I thought that was kind of fun. And then you got kind of this sort of action-y ending. I guess you can put it where they're being chased by the bad guy and so and so. And at that point, the eyelids were starting to get a little heavy. And I, I may have nodded off briefly for small stretches of that finale. Yeah, I I watched this movie in two sittings. OK. And I actually started from the beginning for the second um, sitting because I fell asleep. The first time I watched it, I fell asleep in three minutes. <laughs> wow, that is really fast. <laughs> were you just tired? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> probably okay um, and so the next time i restarted it over 
So when you say two sittings, you watch three minutes, went to bed, and then started from the beginning again. You gave yourself a three-minute preview. You hardly, you hardly fell asleep and restarted I, it. I gave it the opportunity to wake me up. Yeah. Sure. So so you three-minute ruled it. <laughs> no, no, no. I gave it. I restarted it. Came if, back to it. For me, after 45 minutes, if I don't like a film, I'll immediately restart it and watch it over. <laughs> watch it from the beginning. Yeah. So just in case. You're going to force it. Do yeah. This is a bit tangential. Do either of you fall asleep with the TV on in your bedrooms? On purpose? I did that night. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, like like does on YouTube purpose. on a phone count as TV? Yes. Yes. On? yes, I would say so. Mm. Do you fall asleep to a screen? Is that part of your routine of like I put a screen on and I watch this till I fall asleep? Not on purpose. Not on purpose. Okay. <laughs> no, maybe twice a week. Okay. Interesting. You? No, we, we, I don't have it. We don't have a TV in the bedroom. And I like if, if I'm on the couch watching TV and I'm falling asleep, then it's turn it off. Go to bed. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah, I have uh, been I have been watching something on TV and then I'll wake up and it's four in the morning and I'm on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oops, <laughs> oops. I did it again. <laughs> That's happened. Uh, that probably happens once or twice a year, I would say. <laughs> right. I had a college roommate who had to fall asleep with the TV on. Ugh. And we were also we're good friends. So we were roommates for a couple of years. And like for a while, it, it was ingrained that I had to have the same thing. And like I needed to break that habit once it became a, oh, sure. an adult on my own. There's nothing that I need to fall asleep. Okay. Like I'm not addicted to anything. To fall asleep. I'm I'm just tired all the time, so that's my secret. <laughs> I just need sleeping pills, and that's fine. And, yeah. You're just tired all the time, right? You're yeah. you're uh, a middle aged parent of two small children. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, back to Chicken Run. No, this is fun, James. We're gonna stick on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah I I I'm kind of sad that this is not nearly as good in my mind i i didn't have an issue with it it's just this does i agree with zach it feels more like it feels like a kid's movie yeah and the first one is definitely a kid's movie too but also felt like it like the good pixar movies where they land like a kid could watch it but also as an adult you're gonna get far more out of it that's how i felt about the first chicken run and in this movie uh, you got a whole Monsters University situation going on here where right. it's just kind of like, okay, this is a sequel you probably didn't have to make. You didn't really have a lot to say and you kind of made the same movie but in reverse type of thing. Like, where they're, oh, now they're trying to break in. Plus, the first movie was as grounded in reality as a claymation movie about chickens is going to be. Whereas in this one, you've got zombie necklaces and giant prison complexes for chicken you know what i mean like just a bunch of robot ducks yeah Yeah. just does not exist in the real world whereas the first chicken run is like a normal chicken coop place yeah that was an incredibly uh high-tech fortified chicken factory right yeah so i so i get it it's a sequel they're trying to amp it all up and they did and also you lost something (laughs) in the process in my opinion and so um, I saw it. Yeah. It was fine. But Zach, you had a good point about like, what's the cartoon logic? Because there are definitely characters, human characters who are subjected to things 
that I was surprised that they came on the other side of. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was just like, oh, okay. So they're like, we, we're really going full cartoon in this. Of There yeah. is no reality. It's just, here's funny things that happen. Yeah. You're talking about when she got put in the grinder? I mean, that's one moment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. Well, bad guy is now dead. <laughs> and <laughs> and then, then bad guy comes out the other end. I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. I guess <laughs> not dead. Like what the chicken I mean, goes in the grinder and gets chopped up into a bunch of little chicken nuggets that are deep fried. A human goes in the grinder, comes out as one full size battery spoiler human. alert. Yeah. <laughs> and then shakes it off and continues on their rampage. I mean, in that moment, I was like, this is kind of gross. <laughs> and then they brought her out, you know, yeah, fully formed, but fried. Then I was like, okay, they chickened out. No, pun you, you really wish you, you wanted her to be covered in like burn wounds, right? Just. I'm just, just saying, if you're going to off of her and if you're going to put a person through a grinder, you better do it for real. <laughs> I mean, for fake, for real. <laughs> that that would be a, that would be a funny like kids movie moment. Like you're watching this movie. It's all pretty sanitary. And then all of a sudden <laughs> we see a person get ground up into chicken bits and it's just full gore. You're like, whoa, that yeah. that's why they got their PG. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know what else there is to say about this. I was kind of uh, disappointed right. by it. Right. It was a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. The first one, too. Uh, Mel Gibson's Rocky definitely has a bigger role. I would say it's a co-lead with um, Ginger. With the, with Ginger. With the Ginger character. Yeah. Uh, because, like, the first half an hour is all about him. He, like, comes to the... Um, I don't know the farm and all the chickens are like enamored by him. And he's like bragging about cause he's like the rocket travels. or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's like yeah, he's a stunt guy. He's the stunt guy. And he's, you know, like all the women are swooning over him except for ginger type of thing. And then, um, and then something dangerous happens and they all look to him and he's actually kind of a wuss <laughs> in real, in, in real life. So it's a, Similar story to like um, Three Amigos type of thing where it's all show and no, you know, no substance. And then um, that's why Ginger has to break everybody out as far as the inciting incident of the first one. And this one was just kind of like, I don't know, the whole mother daughter thing, too. I was just kind of like, okay, this is not why I like Chicken Run. <laughs> Why are you not making the first movie over again? That's what I want, clearly. <laughs> I mean, that's the danger with sequels, right? 20 years later is that I want more. I just don't want it to be any different <laughs> than what you've already given me. <laughs> I want you wanted- more of what you exactly what you've given me. <laughs> you want a chicken run Maverick. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maverick still like you watch Maverick, you watch Top Gun. They're two totally different movies. They're just good in their own ways. Right. So I would have taken a chicken run that was or a chicken run two that was good in its own way. Instead, I got a chicken run two that's like. Just another kid's movie. I will say, though, the silo scene with all those kernels was insane. Like from a technical standpoint, how they did Mm -hmm. that. I don't know was super impressive 
Yeah, no, I mean, I would say Ardman is up there with Leica for amazing claymation. I mean, like Leica goes much more realistic or Ardman's more mm-hmm. cartoony, but they, I think they're both very well crafted. <laughs> yeah, and, and Leica uses green screens. I don't know if Ardman uses green screens. I assume, I mean, they, I saw in the credits they had CG artist credits. So, oh, they definitely paint out armatures, but I don't know. I, I think all the backgrounds are. Oh, you think all the backgrounds are real? Are, are yeah. real. That could be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I know they paint out armatures and the, and they have like their mouth replacements and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so they'll, they'll, on the puppets, they'll fill in the seams with CG. Okay. You can't tell that they just swapped out a mouth instead of sculpting mouth every time. Um, but they've been doing that since back in the chicken run days. And before. So. All right. Um, so you're out on original chicken run, Zach. I'll never get you to watch it, even though it's like far better than this. What's in his top 100? I think you have to watch it. Does he have to I w- watch it? I wouldn't say I would never watch it. But if you want to pit it against another movie and one of them, I have to choose to never watch ever again. <laughs> Don't. Uh, I would. Right. I would consider it <laughs> as a movie you'll never watch again. Yeah. Or ever. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't pick that one. Yeah. You're really missing out on Chicken Run. That's a classic right there. That would not have, even before this conversation, would not have been a movie I would have chosen to try to convince you to watch for sure. All right, Zach. Um, It's Chicken Run or The Croods. You got to choose one. The Croods are bad. Honestly, I have Croods Armin also. uh, Is it? No, no. It's 3D Uh, animated. I, I thought Armin had had a, a caveman one. Mm, hmm. I don't know. I'll look it up. I think I've seen all the Ardman ones though, and they haven't had a good one in a while. Isn't they like had first? That, yeah, they had that soccer movie, First Man. Uh, no, Early Man. Early, Early Man is man. the Ardman. Yeah, caveman yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, they had that one. They had the pirate one. And, oh, like oh, Sean the Sheep. Um, Sean the Sheep was good. I haven't seen the Farmageddon one, but the first Sean the Sheep was good. Farmageddon, I, I recommend Farmageddon. Zach, I okay. you should watch Farmageddon over Chicken Run with the kids. Okay. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen Farmageddon, but I disagree. Chicken Run's great. Uh, number 86 <laughs> out of 600. <laughs> All right. Um, are you guys ready to... Star rate letterbox style, the movie Chicken Run colon Dawn of the Nuggets. Yes. Yeah. What are you guys going to give it? I'll give it three stars. Two and a half. Unfortunately, it's a two and a half for me as well. So two, two and a halfs and a three for Chicken Run colon Dawn of the Nuggets. Nuggets or Nugget? I don't remember. Uh, You tell me. I think it's Nugget. No S on the end. It's Nugget. Uh, Before we go, it's Snugget. It's Um, Snugget. Okay. Before we go, we it's time to complete our third round of the 2023 movie trivia challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Round one, Zach. Zach ran through 40 cards of trivia via the what's it called movie trivia game is that what it says trivia it's called just movie trivia it's generic movie trivia 
does not say game. <clears throat> no game, just movie but trivia. It covers it covers topics such as camera, popcorn, chair, or uh, clapper. Nice clapper. Oh, chair. Is that called a clapper. Okay. I don't know what do you call it. I don't know. Slate. It's a, a slate. slate. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I knew there was an industry term that was not clapper. Um, yeah, so there's 40 questions. They're the same questions that I asked Zach two weeks ago, and then we asked Kyle a week ago, and now we're going to ask me. Uh, the The downside is, or the upside, depending on who you are, is that I've heard these questions twice, and when Zach went through it and when Kyle went through it, they had never heard him once. So in theory, I should be able to do pretty well. I guess I did, I did not bring a pen and paper to keep score. I may have one. Hold on a second. So, Zach, what was your score when you did this the first time? Oh, man. I'd have to look it up. I think it was like, I think you got like 73 and I got 68, something like that. I think I got 72 because, okay. yeah. And then I was like 67 or 68. Yeah, you're 67 or 68. And then it took you seven minutes-ish. Yeah. It took me and around five Five-ish, yeah. Yep, okay. So, Zach, do you think, now that James has read these questions to us twice, two weeks in a row, can he beat us? Yeah, absolutely. He has every advantage to beat us. He's going to do extremely well. He has every, Uh, but will he beat us is the question. Of course. James is a man that rises to the occasion, that uh, takes advantage of every opportunity given to him. Uh, He doesn't just, you know... Uh, take his privilege for granted, but he he uses it to do his best. <laughs> my privilege, <laughs> Zach. Oh you have so gosh. much more confidence, in James, than I do. Um, I think I'll do pretty well. I don't think I'll beat you guys just because there's there's certain questions in here that like I I can't imagine why you would know those things, but you guys perhaps didn't, if so. you've been told them twice. <laughs> <laughs> but like th- that would be like if I cared to know, I would remember them, but. I don't care. <laughs> you have so, to care to know. I'll see if I can get them. We'll see. We'll see how okay, I do. Right, Maybe right. I'll get them. Now, James, you have to keep track of your own score. Yep. Somebody Kyle, else you has have to, to keep track me. of his time. Okay. I will time him. I'm ready. All right. Uh, Kyle, count me down. Three, two, one, go. Finish this quote. You're going to need a bigger boat. Boat. Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> what does oh, the little start, Zach? Call forks in her collection. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Thingamadoos. Is it A. Sneedles, B. Dinglehoppers, or C. Wumbus? Dinglehoppers. That's correct. One point. What is the name of Channing Tatum's character in She's the Man 2006? No clue. Is it A. Sebastian, B. Duke, C. Justin? Duke? Correct. One point. What does Aladdin steal at the beginning of Aladdin 1992? Bread. Is it? Yeah, yeah love for bread. Oh, for two points. Bread. Buzz Lightyear and Woody are owned by who? Andy. Two points. Who is the actor that plays the young Spock in Star Trek 2009? Uh, Zachary Quinto. Two points. Where does Batman live? Gotham City. Two points. Who is the highest grossing? What is the highest grossing movie of all time as of 2022? Um, Avatar. <laughs> Two points. What kind of car does Marty McFly use in Back to the Future, 1985? DeLorean. Two points. Count Dooku is a character from what movie? Attack of the Clones. Two points. What Monty Python and the Holy Grail character says it's just a flesh wound? The Black Knight. Two points. How many Von Trapp children are there in The Sound of Music? Seven. 
Two points. See, you do remember. What was the first horror film nominated for the Academy Psycho. Award for Best Picture? Is it A, The Exorcist, B, The Shining, Exorcist. or C, The Sixth Sense? One point. True or false, Ratatouille is the name of the rat in Ratatouille 2007. False. Two points. Which of the following was not a Leonardo DiCaprio movie from the early 2000s? A, The Aviator, B, Titanic, <laughs> C, Catch Me If You Can. Titanic? Two points. What musical features the song All That Jazz? Chicago. Two points. What was the first U.S. film to show a toilet flushing? Psycho. Two points. Who signed the baseball in the Sandlot 1993? Two points. What is the address Nemo was taken to in Finding Nemo 2003? 1101 Wallaby, Sydney, Australia, something or other. Is it A, W Disney 1313 Vista Way, Orlando, B, J Sparrow 6500 Per Lane, London, or C, P Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, P. Sydney? P Sherman. Who, at one point, who was the first solo female host of the Oscars? Whoopi Goldberg. Two points. Who said this line? Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Indiana Jones. Two points. In Aladdin 1992, what kind of pet does Jasmine have? A cheetah. Is it a parrot, a monkey, or a tiger? Tiger. Two points. One what point. song from the an- one. one point. What song from the animated 1994 movie The Lion King won an Oscar? In the air tonight. Is it Circle of Life? Can you feel the love tonight? Or Akuna Matata? Can you feel the love tonight? One point. True or false? Mary Poppins, 1964, was the first Hollywood movie to have a swear word in it. False. Two points. On what planet did Luke Skywalker grow up? Tatooine. Two points. True or false? Chris Pratt played Captain America in The Avengers. False. Two points. Who directed Jaws, 1975? Steven Spielberg. Two points. What does Nicolas Cage steal in National Treasure? Independence. Uh, no, the uh, <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. Two points. What is Hey Hey in Moana's 2016? A chicken. Uh, is it a pig, a giant crab, or a rooster? A rooster? Yeah, I'll give you two points for that. Which magazine does Miranda work for in The Devil Wears Prada 2006? Is it Runaway, Vogue, or L? <laughs> run away <laughs> <laughs> two points which disney villain turns into a dragon um oh um sure ah uh, maleficent two points what was wilson and castaway 2000 or volleyball two points who voices bell in the 1991 animated <laughs> musical beauty and the beast not a chance is it jody benson linda larkin or Paige o'hara Paige o'hara one point what jazz instrument does Ron Burgundy play? Jazz flute. Two points. Finish the movie title. The Hobbit, The Blank of Smog. Desolation. Two points. In Die Hard 1988, what is the name of the skyscraper? Nakatomi Plaza. Two points. What color is Luke's first lightsaber in Star Wars A New Hope? Blue. Two points. In The Incredibles 2004, what is Mr. Incredible's power? Super strength. Two points. Who plays Katniss Everdeen in the Hunger Games movies? Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Two points. What family hires the title character in the 1964 classic Mary Poppins? Banks. Two points. Done. All right. Under five minutes. <clears throat> so it was faster. You were faster. Yes. All right. James is totaling his score. Silently in his <laughs> head. 76. Nice. So beat Kyle, right? Yeah, you beat me. Yep. What were you at? 
So I was 72. Oh, uh, okay. Or 73. There was a dispute, but I'll take 72. So I didn't get any wrong, right? Or did I get one wrong? You got, uh, you didn't get any totally wrong. Yeah. Right. Everything you got on the... If you didn't get it for the two points, you got the one point for him. Yeah. I'm proud I pulled Wallaby out of that address. <laughs> Why do you guys remember the address? Because because uh, Dory says it all says the time. Says it over and over in the Wallaby movie. Way, Sydney, Australia. Like, th- really? that is the one thing she remembers. She probably says it 10 times in the movie. And yeah. then if you've seen the movie 20 times, <laughs> you've now heard it 200 times. Exactly. Gotcha. I think I've seen that movie three or four times in my life, but it's probably been... 10 plus years since the yeah, last time sure. I saw it. You know, it was yeah, when my son was a kid that we watched yeah. it a bunch. That makes so. sense. Now, James, there were certainly ones in there that you wouldn't have known. Oh, Paige uh, O'Hara, like, I only know. You First of all, you had to give me the names, but that would have been a draw from three names I had no idea other than right. I've run through the cards twice. Sure, but like uh, the number of children in the Von Traps, you knew that because we'd gone through it. No, I could have known that. I like sound music. Not guessing? That's sure, but did you know that or were you guessing? I knew it this time because of the cards, but That's I probably would have guessed seven. Gotcha. I oh, wouldn't have known seven kn- for sure, but I would have guessed seven. But what I'm saying is this time you did know seven for sure. Sure. Yes, that's true. Um, the musical that had all that jazz, you knew it was Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like Chicago. Oh, you already knew? I would have known that. Yeah. I'm concerned that you thought Jasmine had a cheetah in a yeah, that, that, that's. Are you okay? <laughs> what did she have a uh, tiger uh, you yeah. tell me you just did the trivia I mean there's not a whole lot of difference between a cheetah and a tiger that, well, that's that certainly is, not true uh, ops very false <laughs> it's like definitely not true they're tigers both cheetah hats <laughs> cheetahs can't even roar yeah t- cheetahs almost meow they kind of meow hiss they they chirp like a bird right they are much leaner I don't um, I don't watch Aladdin for the tigers or the jasmines i watch it for the genie <laughs> so um i don't, I don't ha- really remember do you like the movie aladdin yeah i do <laughs> how many times have you seen it i like it just fine how many times have you seen aladdin probably 10 times or more okay See, I, I can't count i can it's uncountable the number of times i've seen aladdin yeah, it's uncalculable. Uncalculable. Well, good for you guys. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember the name of the of the tiger, James? Um, kitty. <laughs> no, he does no. say down kitty. Yeah, he says down kitty. It's Raja. It's Raja. Okay. Which is queen. Yeah, I don't. These are all things that like I haven't watched in a long time. Between Chicken Run and this, <laughs> still, I have not watched these since. Um, probably 2010 sub 2010 i I don't think aladdin's in your top 500 is that correct i don't think it's in my top 600 that's wild zach is then your top 100 oh definitely yeah same here yeah of course let me see where just because you haven't seen chicken run yet disney movie (laughs) aladdin is my number 11 film of all time okay let me see if i can find so I talk a lot about Robin Hood. But it's my second favorite Disney cartoon. Behind Aladdin. But no, Behind no, no. Robin Hood. Behind Robin Hood. Oh, Aladdin is your second. Robin Hood yeah. is your one. Yeah. Gotcha. If you look at my 
top 600. There's really not a whole lot of Disney movies in there. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I watched too many of them when I was a kid. So I'm just kind of tired of them. Got burned out. So I'm sure there's like some really good filmmaking in there, but I don't. Uh, I just see it as this thing that I saw too many times <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, th- so this is interesting. My my top, I guess, Disney, Pixar is Toy mm-hmm. Story. That's 25. But then I have oh. Mary Poppins above Aladdin by three spots. Okay. So I, I guess that would make Mary Poppins my favorite Disney movie if we're not counting Toy Story. If you're going to sure. count Pixar movies, then I do have a lot in my <laughs> in my Toy Story. Like, James is your number eighteen, right? Yeah, but if you're, I'm saying if you're talking like animated, two D animated Disney films, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of what would be in there. You're maybe like a you're more of a Secret of Nim Iron Giant kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Secret of Nim is so good. Have you, did, did you guys see Secret of Nim? I, you know, I, have. I, I rewatched it. I read the book it. last year. You re, oh, it's a book. It's based on a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The book's great. The book's better than the movie, but I like the movie too. I watched it with Galen in, in, in this past year. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to watch. It was, the, it was a nostalgia watch. I wasn't in, in love with it. It was. It kind of scared me as a kid. Like it's, it's yeah, a the evil creepy. rats. Yeah, yeah. I the love rat. It. Well, no, it, it's, it's it was the owl. Remember, like the owl lives in like this really uh, cobwebby place. Mm, I don't remember the owl from the movie, sure. but oh, the tractor from- that's going to slice up the field mice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was scary. Um, probably my favorite <clears throat> Disney two D animated movie is The Rescuers Down Under. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I good. love that movie. It's so good. It's an awesome one. Also a movie with a strong sense of danger, I would say. Unlike Chicken Run, colon, Dawn of the Nugget. Or Aladdin. Aladdin's fantasy Uh, He gets trapped in the Cave of Wonders. It's a fantasy movie. Yes. People are flying around on carpets. They're genies. I like it. I'm I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying. But once he loses the genie and, and Jafar becomes like a giant like serpent... Yeah, it's still like a fantasy legitimate movie. danger. In rescuers, yeah. they almost get eaten by a crocodile. Right? They almost drown going over a waterfall. It's very realistic. What's Would you name? rather face a crocodile and a waterfall or a giant sorcerer snake while your girlfriend's in an hourglass suffocating? I'm just saying <laughs> fantasy stuff doesn't scare me, but like real life situations, that's where it's at. Okay. Because you can place yourself in the, the former. I find it the latter, much more scary. Okay. Yeah. What's scarier, funny games or Aladdin? What's scarier if I was in the situation or just watching? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess just watching it. So. <laughs> I will say Jacob gets pretty scared watching Aladdin and he's never complained during funny games. Gotcha. Well, because Jacob like understands during funny games that he's being indicted by the movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I think he has decided if he doesn't enjoy it, then the movie has nothing to say about him. Right. So so he can separate himself from the yes. horrors that are being That's exactly put how upon I the, 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 uh, the victims of that. <laughs> yeah. Whereas he watches Aladdin and sees a giant snake monster and it's, it's uh, can't deal with that. 
And I'm looking at my movies that are like in my top 25 and like, I haven't watched any of these in so long. I need to rewatch a bunch of these. Sounds like someone's making a, uh, a resolution for the year. No, no, I'm not making any resolutions yet. Being John Malkovich, I probably haven't seen that in 15 years. <laughs> That's in your top 25. It's my top 25. I love that movie, but also I haven't seen it in 15 years. Maybe I don't love it. Maybe I just love I do, the memory of it. I do kind of feel like I need to watch every movie in my top 100 twice. Just to feel like, does this belong in my top 100? Like well, the, the good news is that shouldn't feel like a chore at all. No, no, no. It's not a chore. No, no. It, it's more of, do I want to rewatch these movies or do I want to watch new movies? Yeah. It's that decision. But yeah, like it's not like, oh, I have to rewatch Whiplash. I've seen that more than once. That's a bad example, but. Like there are definitely some in my top 100 I've seen once and I think I should watch them again to cement if they belong there or not. I'm looking at mine. I've seen all these at least twice, if not a bunch. Um, yeah, even the recent ones. Okay, I'm going to go through my top 10 and estimate how many times I've seen each movie. All right, okay. I can do the same. Yep. Uh Goodwill Hunting, maybe 15. Okay. Uh, Braveheart, maybe 20. Uh, Robin Hood, maybe 75. Um, Once, maybe six. Brick, maybe three times. Uh, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, maybe 10. Contact, maybe eight. Jurassic Park, maybe 12. Children of Men, maybe five, and Gattaca, maybe eight. You watched Contact 10 times? Probably, and read the book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't imagine anything more Why? torturous. You don't like Contact? I, Contact's fine, but man, that movie is so slow moving. I can't imagine watching it over and over again. Oh, I wouldn't even call that movie slow moving. <laughs> oh, come All right, on. I love that movie. <laughs> not saying it's not a good movie i'm just saying it's a slow movie is it <laughs> it's not slow it's purposeful <laughs> yeah it's uh it's purposefully yeah. slow Mm-mm. man hard there's so many movies i would describe as slow but not that one mm. that That's one has like seven momentum contest. nice yeah very nice yeah i don't even think it's in my top 600 <laughs> that's so sad you right but chicken run is apparently yeah. chicken runs number 85 <laughs> yeah Kyle, right. yours? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are Sorry. we estimating? Sure. Uh, Back to the Future 2, number 10. I had um, probably 10 times. 7, 8, 9 are the Star Wars movies. I can't. Uh, incalcul- incalculatable. No, you got to <laughs> estimate. I would probably say over 30 for each one of those. Okay. Yep, at least. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, mm, seven times. The Shining, five times. Jurassic Park, uh, let's say a dozen. Children of Men, four times. Apocalypse Now, ten times. And 2001 Space Odyssey, eight times, I would bet. Only eight? Yeah, it's it's not a movie that I want to just like binge every year. (laughs) What's the slow? (laughs) 
no, it's good, no, but it's no, slow. No, it's it's because <laughs> it's because definitely slower than contact. <laughs> I don't want to. I have a fear that if, if I like overwatch something, that I'm going to just burn myself out on it. Oh, that's oh, a gotcha. very real fear. So for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I am looking forward to uh, when we finish the basement. I got this new TV. One of the first movies I'm going to watch once we get the basement all done on the new TV is 2001 Space Odyssey on 4K. Nice. Very excited for that. What's the lowest ranked movie on your list that you've only seen once? Oh, I was looking at this before. Do you have yours already, Zach? No, no, I, I'm looking. Um, mine is probably Before Sunset, which is at number 54. Okay. Followed by Mine, Cool Hand Luke at 55. Okay. Nice. Mine is Mulholland Drive at 43. Mine is And if you watch that again, you'll realize that it's terrible and it should be off your top 100. <laughs> Mine is 78, The Act of Killing. Oh, okay. Which, yeah. which is a documentary. I mean, I rarely rewatch documentaries unless they're like amazing. Uh, that is one, though, that I would rewatch someday. For sure. Okay, you guys want to know my estimates on my top 10? Yeah, please. I do. Jaws. Probably a dozen times. The the Goonies. This would be like the incalculable one because we used to have like a conversion van. And one summer we drove the entire country for like a month in this conversion van. And the conversion van had a VCR in the back. And we had Goonies. And so we watched it at least once or twice a day in the car for like an entire summer. So I would guess probably... 70 plus times in my lifetime. Okay. With a good two thirds of them being that summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Groundhog Day, maybe a dozen ish. Children of Men, maybe eight. City of God, maybe five or six. La La Land, I could tell you for sure it's six, just because that's the letterboxed era. Uh, Parenthood, probably a dozen times. Pulp Fiction, maybe eight or so. Back to the Future, the first one, probably a dozen. Empire Strikes Back, I I couldn't even begin to guess, but I would guess, if I had to guess, somewhere around 100 plus. Oh, wow, 100 plus. Yeah. I mean, I watched it constantly as a kid i would come home i would come home from school and just pop it in that's why it'd be hard to calculate because i'd watch it in like 10 minute chunks sometimes (laughs) yeah it would just be something you're watching in the background and then and then i'd get called away to do something for my mom or whatever i'd hit stop and the next day i'd hit just hit play and start it from where it was so all of us have children of men in our top 10 yeah yeah I would like to amend my watch prediction for 2001 A Space Odyssey because I have it logged four times on Letterboxd. And that's that's only like in the last decade. (laughs) (laughs) So I I bet you I've seen that movie at least 10 times. Sure. Yeah. So we're going to bump that up. All right. Uh, What movie do you, the listener, think you've seen the most? We'd love to hear it. And how many times? Uh, hey guys at cinerealist.com send us uh, the movie that you've seen the most you could also check us out on youtube youtube.com slash at cinerealist watch while you listen support us on patreon patreon.com slash cinerealist leave us an apple podcast review we'd appreciate that or follow us on social media twitter facebook instagram or tiktok 
at Cinerealis, or you could follow me on my personal Twitter or Letterboxd account at YoJRB. You can follow me on Twitter or Letterboxd at Shobin. You can find me on Letterboxd at PeterSKB. Next week, we will be criticizing Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon dash, long dash, part one, colon, a child of fire. <laughs> a little. He's getting a little carried away with himself, I think, here. Like, at least with Dune, they were like, this isn't a part one. And then after it came out, they're like, okay, it's a part one. <laughs> yeah. But then call it Dune dash part one colon whatever. The rise of Paul. Right. I, I, do you think he did that because Netflix is going to let him make the second movie no matter what? I, I'm sure the, the deal was a two movie deal. Yeah. I think they shot him together. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So that's going to be on Netflix. If you want to pre-watch it, definitely check it out. We'll be talking that next week. And uh, Merry Christmas. Or Happy Holidays if you're not, uh, you know, white Christian. Just Christian. No, I celebrate Christmas, not Christian. It's not a it's not a religious thing per se. I mean, it is, right? Well, All right, let's I not mean, get into this. <laughs> I, there is well, a secular com- component wow, that many people... <laughs> No, you sure. open this. But <laughs> I didn't mean to bring this up. Literally, is the last word of the podcast. But podcast ends with unless you're a white Christian. See you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. What I'm trying to say is, happy holidays. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep it real. It's over. Go home. Go.